Hello, and welcome to this edition of Inside Warhawk Athletics, presented by Educators Credit Union. This new series is to showcase the personalities in and around UW-Whitewater Athletics. My name is Nathan Trano, and I'm a graduate assistant for the Warhawks. Today's guest is former Warhawk wrestler and video producer, John Broughton. John wrestled three years for the Warhawks from 2015 to 2020. In his final season, wrestled, John finished uh, in fifth place at the WIAC Conference Championship at 157 pounds. John also worked as a video producer for the Warhawks, composing videos for many sports teams here at UW-Whitewater. John, thank you so much for joining me today. How are things going for you, man? They're going great. Thanks for that intro. Not a problem. Glad to have you on, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. This is, uh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. The first question I have for you, John, obviously you just moved out to Pennsylvania, so, but you're still the, the currently owner of Broughton Video Production LLC. Um, that started up in 2017, but you're also working for the Under Armour Wrestling uh, Nittany Lion Wrestling Club and living out in Pennsylvania. You know, how is that going for you so far? Um, it's great. I moved here in September. Um, it's kind of the perfect timing in my life for a big move. I just got done with college in, um, it graduated in May virtually. And then things um, in Wisconsin, as far as clients had, they stalemated a little bit. And I was just kind of looking for that next big step. And I still work with some clients back in Wisconsin, but it's, uh, a little bit more sporadic. It's not as consistent. So it was really the perfect situation at the perfect time. Uh, moved out here. I love it here. The people out here are really nice. Um, uh, m- met a lot of the wrestlers and good friends with them now and actually living with the, some of them now. And it's a, it's a really cool environment out here. And I'm really happy that uh, this opportunity came my way. Yeah. And like you said, it was perfect timing, right? Obviously, if you're Clientele here kind of went stagnant. Go out there, get a new clientele, and continue to continue to move up and grow. So that's awesome to hear. Absolutely, yeah. and and it was like a lot of it was because of COVID and just um, you know Askren had retired. Um, those who don't know, Askren's a Ben Askren's a UFC fighter, mm-hmm. and he just recently recently retired. And so I was doing his vlogs like every week, and then now that he's retired, he doesn't necessarily have the need for that. So we work on a more uh, drawn out basis. And we do actually just uh, we just got a show picked up by UFC Fight Pass, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, funky family, so I'm, I'm I'm hyped about that. So a lot of things brought in video wise are going great. Good, that's awesome to hear, man. You know, I kind of want to I, I want to look back on your love for wrestling and kind of when you started. So uh, when did you get started with wrestling? Um, so I actually started wrestling uh, the, the gym unit in school in seventh grade and they had the gym unit like right at the end of the wrestling season i wasn't on the team i actually didn't even know what wrestling was and i started doing this gym unit and i was always a smaller kid so finally that sport came along where it's like hey just beat up on the other little kids and i was like i can do that so um (laughs) so it's like the coach and and one of the high school wrestlers who actually went on to wrestle at stanford be a back pack 12 champ. He was like, Hey, you're, you're pretty good at this. You should join the team. And I was like, there's a team for this. I had, I had no idea what it was. And so I started, I went to one tournament in seventh grade. It was like a beginner's division and then did well at that one. And, and then I was like, okay, this is it. Like I want to do this. And so eighth grade, um, wrestled all throughout the year, ninth grade made varsity. And that was just, that was just a big deal to me. I was like, wow, like I'm I'm good at this. Like I, I love this, right? And I was always terrible at football, but I liked football. And then finally I, I quit football to focus on wrestling later on. And 
I just treated all year like it was wrestling season. And, and I really, I, I was, I got to the sport late. Most of the people that win state are, they start wrestling when they're like five or, you know, seven years old or something like that. And they have that deep mo- knowledge of the sport and understanding of movement and stuff. So I had a lot of catching up to do if I wanted to be a state champ, which is what I wanted. So wrestling was the thing that really, I'd say, taught me hard work, accountability, and just kind of a sense of like, hey, like I can do anything I put my mind to and I can have really, really high goals. I just have to have a high pace and output. Um, So I just started attacking my goal of becoming state champ. I fell short. I took third. But uh, but it was it was really cool to looking back on it now to be like, that's those are the times that made me. Those are the times that like striving towards that goal and and struggle to catch up to the kids who are really high level now i can apply that to the rest of my life and and on into college you know of of having that same understanding of work and and kind of that that idea of yourself is like okay like individual sports are, are very good at teaching you accountability like i said before but also just like there's no lying to yourself and there's no pushing the blame it's all it's all on you. So that type of understanding of like the way that the world works has been very good into my business and the rest of my life. So that's a little bit about my wrestling and and what it's meant to me. Yeah. And that's obviously a great point, right? You're you're out there by yourself. You got nobody else out there. So it's on you and you got to grind every day to work at it and get better every single day. Like you said, I think that's a great aspect of in the business world or anything that you want to do, you got to be able to be accountable, do the stuff up front to get the job done. And Obviously, that's worked out for you so far. So that's awesome to hear. Thanks. Yeah, and that's that's a that's a thing that I I really hope that this gener- next generation is not missing. Not to sound old or anything, but like I really hope that the kids understand that at our age too. Like, um, it's not it's not if you can shift the blame onto other things. There aren't factors. It's you have to take extreme ownership of the situation and and just say it's all on me. Even if it's there are a lot of circumstances that are pushing against me it's up to me to get this done and it's up to me to fulfill this goal and if i don't meet it it's all on me right yeah without a doubt so yeah you were actually originally from st louis missouri and uh you mentioned before in another interview that you um went on around 13 or so recruiting visits you know what what was the recruiting process like to get you to come here uh, at uw whitewater yeah uh that was that was a lot because I broke my wrist after a really good start to my junior year in, in high school. Um, my only loss that year was to a state finalist and it was real close. And so I was like, Oh dang, like I, before I got injured, like I was on a tear, I could definitely wrestle in college and all the people I wrestled at the clubs that I was really close with. And like, we would compete back and forth. I was like, they're going on to wrestle division two. I can do that as well. So in my head, I was like, I'm going to go division two. So I think I was like, mom, we got to tell these schools about me, you know, we got to go meet the coaches so that when I do well, my senior year, they're going to like know to recruit me. Right. They're going to be like watching what I do because there were schools in Missouri I wanted to go to, but I also wanted to like, you know, have options in other states. And, and I kind of liked the idea of going someplace else other than Missouri for college. So my mom and I plotted out all these division two schools uh, throughout o- Ohio, Illinois, Minnesota. And my mom was like, well, why don't we go to Whitewater? You know, it's it's on the way to St. Cloud State. And I was like, oh, mom, like at the time I was just a dumb kid. I was like, 
it's like, oh, you know, like Division Three. I never thought of myself going to Division Three. I don't know. And it was like the best decision ever because it was on the way. We took the day. We went on the visit. And like on while we were seeing the school, I was just like, I knew it. I was like, I'm going to school here. I love it here. And so things ended up happening where uh end up going to to whitewater and it's like if i could do it all over again i definitely would um but none of those other schools there were i think whitewater and eau claire were the only division three schools i saw and all the other ones are d2 but none of them just really spoke to me and a lot of them didn't have my major as far as video production and stuff like that so it, it was really just the best choice at whitewater yeah, and obviously we we tell kids all the time too that you go out and try to see as many places as you as you can because you only get recruited once, right? And then you also you got to make sure the place that you go to is the right thing, right? If you went to ever gone to Whitewater on that recruiting day, you might not have ever known about it. And so obviously you stopped there and you fell in love with it, and that's a, that's a great story to hear. Yeah, yeah, it was it was perfect too because it's, I mean, it's like the feel of like a small Division One, and there's a ton of ath- like attention to the athletic program. And it's it's the perfect fit. It's my major, the right size. I loved the people. I saw myself there, so it was like instantly, this is it. Yep, got to go for sure. <laughs> so actually, in your first two years, you were able to wrestle um, here at UW Whitewater. You know, just tell us what it was like to be able to contribute to the team early on in your career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, freshman year, every single one of my years at in college wrestling ended pretty much with an injury. Like I, I was never, never healthy. So I look back at it and I'm like, man, like I really should have to be candid. I should have been a bit more mature my freshman year because I didn't know that I was going to have so little time uh, to, to really stand out and achieve the goals I wanted to achieve in college. I thought, Hey, I got five years, you know, and freshman year when I got the medical red shirt, I, it was cemented. That I have five years. And I really should have taken more active approach because I was trying to enjoy college and I was a dumb kid, you know, but, but being able to jump into the lineup as a sophomore and, and win dual matches for the team and, and contribute that way, it meant a lot. It was, it was cool to be part of a powerhouse program. Like we're, we're good at wrestling. I mean, obviously, and it's, it's cool to like, when everyone's competing and like kicking butt together. Yeah. It's, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, without a doubt. Actually, like you mentioned, you, you did have some injuries. And after those two first two seasons, you sustained a shoulder and an elbow injury that, you know, kept you from competing the next two seasons. Uh, this is actually when you started up Broughton Video Production LLC in 2017. You know, what made you want to start this company and this career path? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, things happen for a reason. And we were just talking about the timing of me moving to Pennsylvania it was perfect timing. I think things happen for a reason if you make the reason happen. And basically what happened was I had back-to-back surgeries. I was on painkillers prescribed by the doctor because the shoulder was hurt and the elbow was hurt. And so recovering from those and taking painkillers and realizing that I might never wrestle again was a whole lot of things to throw at me at the time. And I wasn't as mature as I am now. And it was, it crushed me. Like that was, those were some of the worst times of my life that spring and summer. I mean, I really like, I was in a bad place and I really didn't understand or really know where my next sense of fulfillment and accomplishment was going to come from. And that just absolutely crushed me. And so I was lost for a while. And then I remember I saw 
a video by Casey Neistat, who's a YouTuber, vlogger guy. And basically something clicked. I was like, oh, like this guy gets to travel the world and and do whatever he wants, you know, because he's he creates videos. And and so at first I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll vlog. And I was like, "Ah, I don't really want to vlog like that doesn't sound doesn't sound fun to me. And then not being, you know, in front of the camera and filming myself. I just, I didn't want to do that. So, so I kind of made it like my own and slowly I started building this plan in my head when I was just on the couch and I couldn't do anything. And so when it hit me, that it was like, okay, I've got this opportunity to, to do what Casey does. So Casey travels all over the world. And there's this one video in particular where Nike hires him to make a video and he takes the budget that Nike gives him. And instead he travels the world with the budget they gave him. And he makes a video of him just traveling to all these countries and has nothing to do with Nike. And I loved that because it was this like blatant disregard for authority. And I was like, yeah, that that's right up my alley. <laughs> I don't like what getting told what to do ever. I like just making my own uh, path on things. So Casey gets sent all over the world. And there's one scene in this where he's swimming on this rooftop pool. Okay. And I was like, where in the world is this beautiful scenic thing possible? And he's swimming on a rooftop pool. And I was like, this is the most beautiful thing ever. I was like, I got to get something like this working in my life. So I just, as soon as I got back to school, I hit, hit the ground running, started grinding, made videos for literally anybody that asked me. I made videos in my free time. I made videos like all day, every day. I was, I was absolutely working my butt off. And fast forward, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. I finally get bigger clients. I get my big break, which is the World Cup in Iowa for wrestling. And through the wrestling world, it just started to grow and expand. And then the trips to other countries started coming, like Brazil before my senior year. Then during my senior year, Budapest, Hungary for the world championships. And then my super senior year, Kazakhstan. And then Singapore with Ben Askren. And we're out to eat in Singapore. And he's like, yeah, we're going to like to this, this, um, this building. It's pretty nice. And we go there and like my, my jaw drops because I see the pool that Casey was swimming in. And there was this moment where I was just like utter bliss, like, oh my God, I literally, I had this idea of what I was going to do. I worked my butt off for three years. I gave up tons of like fun and, and free time and, and f- hanging out with friends and stuff like this. And I just committed myself to do this thing. And then it was like, it, it happened, you know, and I didn't even know it was going to happen like that. I didn't know it was going to going to go down like that, but it just, it happened. And it was like the coolest moment, probably the coolest moment of my life. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And I think that just goes back to that accountability piece that we, we talked about at the beginning, right? You're accountable to yourself. You're grinding, you went to work and those opportunities arose because you, you work for them. And that's, that's an awesome story to hear, man. That's awesome. Thanks. That's, that's the, some people they're they're really afraid when they hit rock bottom or to hit rock bottom and um and you know when when i hurt myself like i was john the wrestler that's all i was you know and in my head when i would do something somebody asked me a question i almost like ran it through the the lens of like oh would john the wrestler do that john the wrestler would drink this beer john the wrestler would not drink this beer it is it it, it was that simplistic and i wasn't as evolved as a person i would say you know but like hitting rock bottom when you hit rock bottom you grab the rocks and you build a solid foundation and then you build from that point and and i think that that type of experience is is very good for somebody 
younger, I'd say young 20s to hit, you don't really want to hit it later in life. But if you hit at that rock bottom and you understand why you hit that rock bottom and you grow from it, it can be really powerful. Let's take a break to talk about Educators Credit Union. We're all educators in our own way. Whether you share knowledge in a classroom with your kids or with your friends, there's a teacher in you. That's why Educators Credit Union membership is open to anyone who works or lives in southeastern Wisconsin. To learn more about joining us, visit ecu.com or call toll-free 1-800-236-5898. That's ecu.com or toll-free 1-800-236-5898. Educators Credit Union, achieving more together. Now, back to the podcast. You had a couple of those years that you were just doing the video, you're kind of recovering from those surgeries, but then you're able to get back on the wrestling mat and compete in your senior season, you know, just kind of tell us what that meant for you to kind of get back out there as a wrestler as well. That was, that was cool. I, I, I honestly had completely, it wasn't until I completely closed the door on like, I'm never going to wrestle again. And I wasn't even thinking about it that that basically happened. And honestly, I never thought of myself going back to wrestle, right? And it was totally rushed. I literally trained like two or three times a week for like a month and then was in wrestling season. And it was like, that was not enough. My shoulder was not healed. It was a bad idea. But you know what? We let it ride and uh, it was a lot of fun. I I really had a good time. And the, the cool thing about it was that I like, I put too much pressure on myself, I'd say towards the end. But at the beginning, it was like, I'm not supposed to even be doing this. So why like, let's let it, let's let it fly. And, uh, and I had the best win of my entire career this past year. So I beat an all American and I was like, it, it's cool. You know, it's my desktop background right now. <laughs> it, was just, it was all fun. So I had a great time wrestling this year. We had, we had a really good year. I wish, I wish we could have had all of our guys competing at nationals. I think, um, I think we would have had a three, potentially three national champs and a whole bunch of all Americans. So, yeah, without a doubt. And obviously that, that season got cut a little short with the, with the pandemic and everything, but uh, yeah, just kind of moving back here to your, uh, you know, your video production. So you were able to help out a, a lot of teams here at UW Whitewater from the 2017 to 2020 time uh, with the video production. You know, what, what did this opportunity mean to you to, to work for your alma mater and why you're still in school to be able to do those videos for Whitewater? Yeah, I think that um, a little bit of what we said before, it's like things happen for a reason if you make them, if you make the reason, you know, um, a lot of a lot of people say, oh, you know, if you went to UW-Madison or you went to one of these big 10 schools, like you could do videos for the Badgers or whatever, right? And like that, that always bugged me a little bit because, yeah, then I'm like a big 10 video guy. Um, Whitewater's attention to athletics is, is like, it's it's huge, right? Like we have a really nice athletic program and people care about it and we're really high level, but there was almost like this huge opportunity for me to come and just do what I wanted to do and just had this like blank canvas and like the, the wrestling team and then the football team, like, and other teams as well. But like, I I was able to just create exactly what I wanted to create and no one was telling me, Hey, you should make this type of video. You should make that type of video. I was just able to completely make what I wanted to make and knew I could make incredible and then on top of that like i'm in like the t- the timeout huddle like right next to you guys <laughs> no one's yelling at me like that would never happen at a big 10 school in a million years so it's like the, the the all the 
the opportunities for me to have those really close, incredible shots um, were perfect at, at the perk. So um, I had a really good time filming Whitewater Athletics, and I'm not going to lie, I'm really missing it this fall. Yeah, yeah, and obviously we're missing those videos as well. So uh, kind of <laughs> appreciate that. Kind of going to just talking about your, you know, your athletic career. You know, how did that shape your mindset going kind of behind the camera? Yeah. Um, so I talked about before, just like becoming a wrestler and like what you know that that grind and that pace means to me and like the way I live my life. Um, constant improvement, I would say, is a, is another big thing. Um, athletes, especially especially wrestlers, I'd say are very like high level wrestlers are very coachable. That's how they get to be high level. Um, and so, yeah, the, the understanding what you're bad at, understanding what you can get better at and not ever like sitting back on your, your wins, no understanding that there are more challenges coming and you got to continue to grow and evolve to meet them. And if you don't meet them by the time they come, then you miss out on them. And I don't like that idea at all. So, uh, so constantly building and growing, but also there's a bit of a self-awareness when you go into an athletic event that you're the camera guy, like they're the athletes stay out of their way, do what you do, be cool about it, be laid back. But at the same time, don't get in their way because then you're going to have a problem. And so having that understanding, I would say, I love what I do video wise. And just having that athletic tie-in is like, I don't really want to make any videos that aren't about athletics because it's just, this is what I love. So yeah, being an athlete, it gives you a better understanding of the way everything works and all the ins and outs of life and also um, sports themselves. Yeah, I know. And that's without a doubt. And, um, you know, just kind of as a, a video production artist, I know this is something that we've talked about personally before, but um, what is the relationship between athlete and artist mean to you? Yeah, I, I think that um, I was having this conversation the other day, actually. Um, hybrids are very effective in in the world. So so if you have you're very good at one thing, great. If you're very good at another thing, great. But if you're very good at both of these things that don't necessarily always go together, that's a very big opportunity for you to to do something well. There's a there's a wrestler uh, named Jordan Burroughs who's a Olympic gold medalist, five time world champ, um, and he's super explosive. And it's like everyone talks about how explosive he is. And the thing is that there are people who are just as explosive as Jordan is. But there's no one who's as explosive as Jordan is and as conditioned as Jordan is. Jordan is usually if you're explosive, you're not very conditioned. And usually if you're conditioned, you're not very explosive. But Jordan is the super high level of both. And because of that, his wrestling is impeccable. And and that's the kind of thing where it's like my understanding of wrestling, it doesn't really my ability to wrestle. It's not that. It's my understanding of wrestling is, I would say, very high level. And my um, video creation is pretty high level as well. So I'm able to take those two things and make incredible wrestling videos because I understand what they're doing, how they're trying to do it. And then I'm able to tie the video in with that. And then also the attitude, the mindset behind the whole thing. It's just, it's a very fun process because when I was a wrestler, I was like, dang, like I wish somebody would make this type of video about me. And then now it's like, I get to do this for everybody. And that's honestly the best feeling in the world is making the people in the videos um, feel like superheroes, feel like action movie stars, you know, like they see themselves and they're like, dang, like 
that's kind of how I see myself, you know, like with, with the background moving cinematically and uh, yeah, that's how I see myself. Absolutely. So, um, it's, it's cool to give that to people. And like, uh, that's, that's one of my favorite things is, is my clients like reaction to the video. So the people on the team and the coaches and the athletes seeing the video and, and being like, dang, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I know, especially coming from the football team, we've had a lot of those reactions where we'd watch before game or whatnot before practice and everybody just get hyped up and ready to go. So without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, dude, those are cool, cool moments to be a part of too. Just standing in the back of the room and watching everybody watch the video. It's, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So during your time at UW Whitewater, you know, how did your career ambitions change? You know, were you just kind of starting this as a hobby? I know you said you kind of started it with hitting the ground running. I didn't really know how it was going to go, but how did they, how did they change throughout your time at UW Whitewater and how did they change this past couple months? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd say at, at the beginning, I had a good sense of what I wanted to achieve big picture, um, but not specifically how to get there. And which is not always a bad thing. You kind of sometimes want to end or begin with the end in mind and then work backwards. Um, but I would say little bit by little bit, just understanding if I want to do this, I want to be a one-man show. That's one thing. If I want to build a media company, that's another thing. That's how they've changed recently is I'm thinking, okay, I need to bring on second hands so that we can do more for our clients and then also take on bigger clients, more clients, and build Broughton Video into more than just John Broughton. So that's how they've evolved recently. But But going back to the early days, it was like, I thought when I got the really, really nice camera, things would be different. And I mean, by the time I got to the really nice camera, they were a bit different because I gotten better with the, the lower end gear. Um, rewind all the way back to like seventh grade. My mom bought me a flip HD camera. I made money with that and I bought a Sony Handycam. Made money with that. I bought a nicer Sony Handycam. Made money with that. I made uh, bought a Canon camera, and that's the one I one of the ones I still use. So it's like I've upgraded. Now I'm on uh, my newest camera, which I love. It's like constantly improving what you're doing and building to that next step. Um, but it's 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 been like the progression of gear, but also now my goals are are, are really big. Like you know, you hear that saying like uh, if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. Yeah. I'm terrified so <laughs> so i've got some big goals coming up and I'm, I'm excited to start crushing them but at first it was just like man if someone would pay me to take a video that would be incredible <laughs> yeah without a doubt obviously you got to start somewhere and as you said you started in seventh grade and kind of moved your way up and in college you know and just had those ambitions of getting paid for it right and doing what you love get behind the camera and making those making those players and those coaches feel like oh this is this is awesome you know so Absolutely. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah. So I, so for your overall whitewater experience, you know, what, what had to be your top, your top experience that you had? Filming? Filming, being a wrestler, anything at UW Whitewater. What was your favorite Warhawk experience? Oh, that's a tough one. I would say I'll give you two. <laughs> um, I'll say athletic wise um, this year, the Ithaca duel, uh, I beat a nationally ranked guy in overtime with a slide by, and that was that was awesome. Like like I said, it's my desktop back desktop background right now, so that was awesome. National duels this year, um, 
the best time filming i would say was nationals the year before that just because i got to see like my class senior year just do so well everybody did so well and at nationals and and the video i made for it was just um i was really really proud of that that's probably my favorite video like to date um, other notable uh, honorable mentions i'd say stag bowl was pretty cool and there we uh, go semifinals as well yeah no that it, i know that was a kind of a question I, I thought about asking you or not but i figured you had a couple in mind so too many too many to count from honestly <laughs> exactly to pick from uh, so, you know, we've, we talked about some other opportunities that have come because of what you started. Um, just kind of talk about, you know, some of those other opportunities that you had worldwide in uh, videography. Uh, yeah. So I've gotten to travel to a lot of a lot of America, you know, and in different different places in America. I've got a map in my room, actually, where I'm scratching off the states I've been to and the states I haven't been to. Right. Um, but also countries. So I, I think I ran through them before, but Brazil, my um, end of my junior year was to film the Pan American Games, junior Pan American Games in uh, Brazil, and then Budapest, Hungary later on that year. And then fast forward to the next year, the World Championships in Kazakhstan, and then um, Singapore with, uh, with Askren. And then I went to Thailand for a little bit just uh just to because i was on that half of the world so i was like right, uh, right. i'll just stay for another week and and travel yeah. around so it's, it's it's been cool yeah there you go that's that's awesome man and i know you were kind of just talking about the goals before and you you got some that you know you're terrified of you know just kind of what are what are some of those goals that you have set in place for the next you know let's say five years i would say it's really easy to be the boss of you and be the bot like just be your own guy and, and do your work it's different when you start bringing on other people and that's kind of like the next step is I've started to bring on other people to do, you know, projects and then hopefully soon there'll be, there'll be more full time. So that being a, a boss and, a, and <laughs> that kind of thing, that, that stuff terrifies me because I just want to be my own, you know, free person without much responsibility. And what I like about this job is I always work super hard. Like it's not, it's not, a question of putting in the hours or working it's just the thing that like hey i want to take the afternoon off unless i have a video that's due and like a client that needs that i can wake up when i want and i can kick off when i want i never do that but like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds nice like right now just right, saying right. it i'm like dang i should do that more often but um <laughs> but I, I would say that there, there are some some big goals to get specific about some of them um I really would like someday like a big magazine like Forbes magazine or something like that to do a piece on on my company if like we've reached some level of of success or we have some type of interesting story. Um I think that actually hiring athletes would be an interesting story if like if my entire company consisted of athletes or former athletes um because I think that the like I said before the hybrid mentality on things is mm -hmm. is very important especially when it comes to wrestlers or or people in other sports like other martial arts people that are really accountable and understand they're you're an individual and life is an individual sport and yeah you can play on teams sometimes but it's your it's about your individual growth and progression so i think that would be cool um i think that going on joe rogan's podcast at some point would be pretty cool and um i've got a lot of work to to achieve those two but but the goal recently was actually to 
to sign a, a huge a b- huge client and now it's like under armor pretty big <laughs> obviously um the ufc so some of these are starting to materialize and then west point in new york i've uh, worked with them for years and i would say everybody knows who they are and penn state as well so um, some of these things are starting to happen and i'm really excited about that and it's just been it's been going on in my head for a long time but life's all about delayed gratification so finally they're starting to materialize yeah, and that's awesome, man. You got it, like you said, you got to be terrified of those goals and continue to, you know, strive after them and do whatever you can to get there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So and, before uh, we wrap, oh, sorry, go up? ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say before we wrap up, John, I do have some quick hitter questions for you. Sound all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the first one I have for you is where was your favorite place that you made a video? Oh. Favorite place I've made a video. I would say, I would say the week of vlogs in Singapore were pretty cool because it's just like us like doing crazy stuff and eating frogs and working out at the gym. And like, yeah, that that one's cool. I like I like Singapore. Okay, you know, uh, favorite professional sports team. I mean, football wise, like it's a tie between Carolina Panthers, New England Patriots, but honestly. My favorite people to watch compete are the fighters at Rufus Sport in MMA, in uh, in Milwaukee, and they're a professional sports team, right? It's like mm-hmm. all the fighters from that gym. Uh, so I'd say Rufus Sport when they're fighting in Bellator and UFC, I make sure to tune in and and watch my guys go at it. There you go. Uh, favorite non wrestling or non videography uh, hobby that you have? Oh, uh, I was asked this the other day. I gave like a terrible answer. <laughs> I, I love working out. I work out all the time. I like doing jujitsu um, and I like fishing. Perfect. Uh, what is your favorite restaurant in Whitewater? Ooh, morning Jessica's, afternoon and evening Louis. Perfect. <laughs> Last <laughs> one I have for you is your favorite place to go on vacation. Favorite place to go on vacation. Um, I'd say Massachusetts. I have some family up there and I'm actually closer driving distance to them now so that's nice so i'd say i'd say massachusetts marion perfect you know john I, I thanks again for joining me today on inside warhawk athletics presented by educators credit union i really do appreciate the time you know and i wish you all the best moving forward man thanks man thanks. it's been awesome being on appreciate it